0: We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. PJ Glasser, Nick Ashew, Raptors up 40 to 36. to see a free throw go through. There you go. 40 to 36 up and uh do we do we want we're not gonna talk about UNC. Don't wanna
1: Nick 61. Oh, my God, In the first half. Oh, my God. Tennessee's the number one defense, according to Ken Palm. But you know what? P.J. bet on them tonight, so they decided that they wanted to turn into the Wizards defensively. And the live total is 179.5. If you would have told me Tennessee (laughs) scored 39 points at halftime, I would have been doing a happy dance. Would have felt great about my bet. Problem is Carolina scored 61. That is... Is that's going to be one of the best offensive halves of basketball we see all
0: year? So, I uh, you've had some uh, bad luck with some high scoring games, haven't oh you recently? Last night, I hate to go against you, man, but uh, no, I tried y- to tell y- you you
1: should, and then you should just bet the other team's over is what you should do.
0: <laughs>
1: Unreal.
0: Twenty-one-eight early lead for the Pelicans over the Sixers too. They may uh, may score more, UNC may score more points than the Sixers right now at this point. <laughs> There's five forty to go in the first quarter. They might. They
1: might. Uh, Max, you just had an a How's Zion been this year?
0: I mean, he's been good. He stayed healthy. Um, He's not putting up like 30 points a game. I mean, when he's... When Zion's at his best, the the issue with him is he's just very one-dimensional, right? It's go to the basket. With the left. He's nine feet and in. There's not a lot of versatility to his game, but he spent so much time rehabbing that he hasn't had a lot of time to, I guess, work on that. But at the same time, you could argue there have been some injuries where he could sit and work on his jump shot. I don't know. I've never been... I think physically what Zion Williamson is is remarkable.
1: Oh my but god. But I think
0: that's also gonna be the Broke downfall of his this is gonna be the downfall of his career. I just yeah I mean I remember that draft and put aside obviously what has certainly happened off the court, I I liked Ja so much better than Zion. So much better. I thought the Grizzlies were in a great spot having the number two pick, no pressure to take Zion Williamson. You take John ja Morant, and I still think John ja Morant could have a better career. It just depends on if he grows up. Right. That's it. Who is he surrounding himself with? Is he staying out of trouble? Is he staying off of Instagram Live? And he can have a better career than Zion Williamson without question.
1: Also, you know what was unfortunate for Zion is that he got drafted to the city of New Orleans. And uh, (laughs) the food, for people that have ever been, it's the best food in the country, folks. It's It's not an opinion. That's a fact. It is, yes. So, um, yeah, you know, for a guy who's trying to... You know, watch his weight a little bit, Nick. New Orleans isn't the ideal city.
0: He's made it very clear that it's, like, impossible for him to do that. So I, I, eat, I, really... I don't
1: know how you don't gain, like, 100 pounds yeah. if
0: you move there. I would argue, though, well, I guess in the variety of food New Orleans has the most. But if we really want to have this conversation, there's some really good uh, places where you get some barbecue. I think you we got to go down sure. to Texas for a li- You know. no, I, We won't do that, though. We won't no. do that here now because I'm a little hungry. And I'm gonna, I know. I'm I will just say New that.
1: Orleans is my one seed
0: for food cities. Yeah. And, listen, I, I don't. I don't know if I can necessarily, or Scott's thinking. Oh, there you go. Scott's thinking. Of course, thinking. now all you eat is like tofu and vegetables, so I don't know if your food No, you're right. The Tex- anymore. Texas
1: barbecue is good. I've actually never had Memphis or Kansas City barbecue, so I can't chime in on those. The Texas is very good.
0: Texas um, is probably my favorite. Uh, Kansas City is much more sweet. Texas has that smoky little, little uh, kind of spiciness to it. It's my favorite. so good.
1: I mean, look, let's be honest. Like, Maryland crab, I mean, crab cakes are fantastic. They are.
0: I they mean, are. They're really good. And underrated rockfish. But that's it. Doesn't come close to any of those. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting hungry, and I mean, we're too. not going to keep doing that. No. So division races, we're at that point in the year now, right? We're kind of see some division races just kind of feel, if not wrapped up, you're very comfortable with who you think could probably win that division around the NFL. I'm, I'm glad that we're in this spot, too, where now we don't have to play I like a good hypothetical, but now we actually have some real facts to play the hypothetical the rest of the way. Large sample size. We talk about the playoffs, and when you see in the hunt, it actually makes sense to talk about if the playoffs started today. It feels to me, barring any injuries or something crazy, Dolphins have the AFC East wrapped up. Your Ravens have the AFC North wrapped up. Uh, Jags over the Colts right now in the AFC South. I I mean, I, I love what even like the Texans are doing but I just don't trust the Colts or the Texans enough to catch up to the Jags the Jags offense has to be a little bit more consistent but they still feel like a team that's going to run away with that division Same like the AFC and then the Chiefs out west like that it kind of feels like all the AFC divisions barring something crazy those are going to be the winners the NFC is a little different though at least I would say in probably two spots here give me the 49ers winning the west give me the Eagles winning the east the Falcons and Saints right now are both at five and six. I mean that's and the even division. the Bucks won back. But here's what I would say. Don't rule out something crazy happening in the NFC North and the Lions. I know it seems crazy, but this is an organization that hasn't been in this position in a long, long time. And the last couple of games, man, I I'm worried about Jared Goff and that offense. A lot of mistakes, a lot of turnovers. Now, do I think in the end the Lions are winning that, is that where I'd be most comfortable? Yeah, absolutely. But, if you're looking at more than one division and you had to squeeze out the juice on one other, like, more of a long shot, just a a maybe, the Lions are still minus a thousand to win that division. No, I agree. But Minnesota plus 750, it would really come down to what's the quarterback play going to be? I don't think Josh Dobbs, the Magic's worn off there. So, like, Can they figure some way out where, at the same time, Detroit's just falling apart offensively? It just has the signs and the feel of, like, oh, no, poor Detroit fans. I I hope this doesn't become a meltdown for them. And the Packers also playing well now, too.
1: Playing well. Their schedule's very favorable. I have to say, the Vikings are interesting because they're going to get Jefferson back, and they still have to play Detroit two times. Mm -hmm. So they trail them by two games, Nick. If they just keep pace with them two games back and they take care of business, they can win that division, I mean, it's not an easy finish for Detroit. You have to play at Chicago. You're going to get Jared Goff outside, and the Bears should have beaten you a couple weeks ago. Then you're home against Denver, who's the hottest team in the league, at Minnesota, at Dallas, and then home Mm -hmm. against Minnesota again. Not an easy schedule, so I think you bring up a good point there. And then the Packers, like I said, obviously they got the Chiefs this week. And then, uh, as I bring up their schedule, I know they, they have, have the a lot third, of. Football. They have
0: the third easiest schedule the rest of the way. So they got the two tough teams. You yep. pretty much could say Kansas City and Minnesota. But it's who they face. You've got Carolina. They're awful. Bears. Sorry, not impressed. They. I mean, they were awful on Monday night. The Giants. The Bucks. That's who Green bases. That's What I'm saying, yeah.
1: So all right, so give them the loss this week against Kansas City, right? Five and seven, and then say Detroit wins, they go to nine and three. So it would be it would be tough for you to catch right. them, or there'd be eight and four. So it'd be tough for you to catch them there. But yeah, man, I mean, they could easily run the table if they if they lose to Kansas City, they could uh, win their next five games after yep. that, finish it ten and seven, and then with that finish that the Lions have, I do agree though. I think Minnesota could be worth a play i don't think dobbs is as good as he was the first two games but he is getting jefferson back which is surely gonna help yeah minnesota's defense is playing really well they've only given up two touchdowns in the last two weeks so they're playing great on that side of the ball i, I think that, that's a good play and i will say the afc north even though the ravens might be one of the best teams in football oh
0: no don't be jaded don't do it the only reason is because of the schedule nick I know they do have the toughest schedule the rest of the I way. Mean, that's that's schedule, true. schedule,
1: man. Like I do think they're going to beat the Rams out of their bye week. You're telling me they couldn't go 1 and 3 though the rest of the season at Jacksonville, at San Francisco, home against Miami, home against Pittsburgh? Absolutely yeah. could go 1 and 3. Meanwhile, the Steelers are going to be favored in every single game that they play except for the final two when they do have to go at Seattle and do have to uh, play at Baltimore. But Arizona this week, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Next week against New England at home on a Thursday night, they're going to win that. They're going to be favored by, like, a touchdown in that game. Then at Indianapolis, probably going to win that game. Home against the Bengals without Burrow, Steelers can win the next four. It's not out of the realm of possibility the Steelers are 11-4. and The Ravens are 9-3 and three right now, and the Steelers have already beaten the Ravens. So if they beat them at the end of the year in Baltimore, I- I'm just saying, I think I think that is worth a play. Do I think the Steelers are better than the Ravens? No, but because of the schedules, uh, I think that at plus 500, I absolutely think that could be worth my,
0: a play. My concern with the Steelers is that they still can't score, though. Like, I know they put up over 400 yards of offense, and Matt Canada's not there, and clearly he was the problem. Kenny Pickett's still not good. Like, no, Let's not. stop pretending that this guy's anything more than a really good backup quarterback in the NFL. So if I'm going to sit here and I'm going to water this down to a couple of things. Schedule is absolutely one. I don't think you're, you're wrong at all for bringing that up. But it's also quarterback play. Quarterback play, especially late in the season... I'm betting on Lamar Jackson over Kenny Pickett 10 times out of 10. Now, that's as long as Lamar stays healthy. And we know this is the month where there always seems to be something. But let's also remember that last year, he was able to play. He was healthy enough, but he didn't have a long-term deal. Now he's got the long-term deal. Now he's got the security. So if there are some bumps and bruises or something that could be like a 50-50, could play, couldn't play, he's going to lean play versus not play like he did last year.
1: You're right. Can you remember a time where really, though, it— We, from a betting perspective, we've gotten to this point in the season where we still have like six weeks, five six weeks left, and there's really like only one division that's up for grabs. Like
0: you know, it's kind of crazy. There's a lot of parity in the NFL this year, but there's also like not a lot of parity when it comes to the divisions, and that's what's like because think about this: if you're looking at the playoff picture in the AFC, right? I mean, you're looking at the you know the top seven teams. Plus then after the Colts at seven, you got the Texans, you got the Broncos, you still got the Bills, the Bengals and Raiders, we'd write them off. Chargers are going to... I mean, the Chargers are four and seven there, but you're still looking at maybe three more teams outside looking into the playoffs that have a legit chance of getting in. The NFC, not as much, obviously. There are at least teams... I mean, listen, you could have a jump around where it's, you know, the Vikings, the Packers and the Rams and Saints, and somehow the Bucks are like in the picture, but like... It doesn't feel as competitive, even just record wise, as what you've got going on in the AFC. Mm-hmm. So there's this weird balance of like the playoff picture and parody and the divisions and this kind of feels mostly wrapped up.
1: Man, I don't know who's gonna win that NFC South division. I'm still riding so, with
0: the Saints. God, it's like it just you have to give it you, to somebody. You do. You, know? you
1: really do. You know who's gonna be the biggest winner in all of this is Dallas, because we know they're getting the five seed. Yeah. And uh boy, Nick, if Dallas loses that game. I mean, for McCarthy, you can just kiss your job goodbye, like bye, if you lose that game. But that that really would be the most Cowboys thing ever. Like the only thing mm-hmm. that can save this season for you personally, my friend, after what the Commanders have put you through, is to watch Dallas lose in the playoffs to the NFC South winner.
0: I love that every would year. be beautiful. My that, team never makes the playoffs, but no, watching the Cowboys lose in the playoffs is the second best thing that I could get in the postseason. Is, I still like I'll the Saints.
1: I still like the Saints, though. I think they have mm-hmm. the best defense of the teams in the division, and. I mean, I think they have the best quarterback. Like, I mean, I don't like Ritter. I don't like Baker. Bryce isn't it as a rookie yet. I mean, it's got to be Carr. Certainly the weapons that they have. I mean, obviously Atlanta skill position guys are awesome. But New Orleans, too. I mean, with Kamara and Olave, like, they got so many weapons. Taysom Hill, you can use him in so many different ways. And their schedule is like, it's the easiest. Both of these teams have the two easiest schedules in football. But I don't know. I mean, God, all the coaches in this division stink, too. It's 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 impressive <laughs> how much stinkiness is in this division between the quarterbacks, the coaches,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: schedules that they play, everything beyond gross. Ugh.
0: I mean, Atlanta's even money to win. New Orleans is plus one hundred and fifty. The only way I could see Atlanta winning the division. I mean, you mentioned the skill position players they have, but it doesn't matter because for some reason, I I, I don't know if Arthur Smith was. Blackmailed, brainwashed. He was drunk when he made the decision, but he went back to Desmond Ritter. They'd have a better shot if Taylor Heineke was their starting quarterback. Agreed. He's a guy that's played in those games down the stretch. He, they, their offense moved better. I don't like. I just don't understand why they went back to Desmond Ritter. He immediately goes back out and throws interceptions. The guy's been turning the ball over like crazy. The offense doesn't move. Your your best weapons aren't getting involved like they should be here. Meanwhile, you can see plays extended. And yes, I know there is a chance for high risk, high reward with Taylor Heineke. Neither one of these is a great option. But at this point, you've seen what Desmond Ritter is. At least give Taylor Heineke a shot. Why they went back to Ritter, I have no idea.
1: You know what's a crazy concept, too, Nick, is they finally gave Bijan the ball in the red zone. uh, Yeah. He scores he touchdowns. Crazy thought. Yeah, it's weird how giving the
0: guy you drafted in the top 10 the football more, it it, it works. You know, guys, he's a pretty good football player. So, I don't know. Is Arthur Smith fired at the end of the year?
1: They make the playoffs. I don't think so. No, yeah. They they make make the the playoffs. playoffs, But, but like, like, I I mean, I would. I would. I'd get rid of every coach. Well, obviously, Carolina's done that. I think Bowles is done. Dennis Allen, if they miss the playoffs, I think he is absolutely done. Mm -hmm. Arthur Smith, I mean, even if they do make the playoffs, Nick, they might. Atlanta's going to be the team to watch this offseason because they got to make a move at quarterback, man. Have to. Go get Justin Fields. Go get Kyler Murray. Go get Kirk Cousins. Go get somebody because your defense is much improved. You have so many good young players on offense. We talk about so many teams that are like a quarterback away, but Atlanta truly is especially with that division that they play in cuz obviously the Saints are tied down to Derek Carr, the Bucks are going to be in rebuilding mode and they might go the route of kind of, you know, looking for another guy to plug and play until they get their quarterback of the future. Carolina's obviously tied down with Bryce, so Atlanta's in a nice spot, mm-hmm. but they got to get it together. The fact that they still didn't even want to go after Lamar Jackson is just Absolute he malpractice. He would
0: have been electric oh my with that God. team. I would have loved to see him in Atlanta. I'd love to see Justin Fields there, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that makes sense. We talked about that throughout this week. It's become more and more of a conversation about what his, his future is going to be. And when you have, most likely, a new coaching staff and maybe even a new front office, depending on what Chicago ends up doing, they may be looking to draft, and then they may move Justin Fields. But then, at the same time, with all these quarterbacks that we've talked about, that we've looked at... In, in the draft. I mean what about Jaden Daniels in Atlanta? I I would I'd love to see that too. Boy. I mean I want to see a mobile Said quarterback not. with them. I mean, again, there's a million scenarios you could put out there, but there's a very good chance that Atlanta's aggressive in the draft maybe moves up to trade up for a quarterback. I, I mean hate the endless amount of, of scenarios for that team with the weapons that they already have, they got a they got a bright future. Just gotta get it right. Would you rather coming up next?